0: welcome back to the one two kentucky blue podcast i'm your host coach john spurlock thank you so much for tuning in today can you believe it this is episode 50. episode one was published pre-pandemic right before everybody had to go into quarantine on march 4th 2020 i wanted to take a second and revisit the purpose of this podcast first and foremost wanted to make sure we had an outlet to tell the world about our athletic development and performance staff at the University of Kentucky and specifically talk about why Kentucky is so special. Second, I wanted to start my own conversation about topics that are relevant in the strength and conditioning profession. Two years ago I remember being very frustrated with some of the opinions and content being put out by others and I quickly needed to realize that I couldn't control what others say or do so, I needed to create this podcast in order for our voices, the voices of the Kentucky Strength and Conditioning staff, to be heard. I appreciate everyone that has listened to this podcast, and I hope you find it useful and entertaining. So, without further ado, here's episode 50. I hope you enjoy my conversation. The topic/slash question of the month we as Kentucky Strength and Conditioning staff discussed in April 2022 was. In every situation as a leader, you will have a group that is 100% bought in, a group that is sometimes in, sometimes out, and a group that is not on board at all with the direction you're going as a strength coach and as a leader. The question is, where do you place your time and your energy? Into the group that is all in? Into the group that is sometimes in, sometimes out? Or into the group that is not on board at all? With the overall goal, is that you're working towards the goal of you getting your team to the point where they are able to compete and win championships. I chose this question and I wanted to give you all a little background on where I first heard it. Around 2016, the Disney Institute started working with us at UK Athletics purpose was for them to aid UK Athletics in furthering developing our culture, leadership skills, customer service, etc. And one of the first meetings I had with them, they asked this question. And similar to the previous tough questions we have asked and discussed as a staff, there are no right or wrong answers. But in this episode, I wanted to break down my thought process and share my ideas. My first thought goes along with what I just said. Not only are there no right or wrong answers, but each situation is different. So where you put your energy with one team might be completely different where you put your energy with another. So to determine this, I think you need to think through two things. First one being, what is the percent breakdown for each group? And the second thing is why each group is where they are. Starting with the first point, what is the breakdown? Is it equal thirds or is it 10% of the student athletes are all in, 70% are in that half and half group, 20% not on board at all. Knowing this helps me determine and define the current status of a team's culture in the weight room. After you know these numbers, I think it's super important to then understand the why. Why is the all-in group 100% bought into you and your program? And then also figuring out that answer for the other two groups as well. And once you have a general idea of each group's why, then you can really start focusing in on where you are placing your energy. And I wanted to give you a couple couple of examples. I had a relatively large team. It was about 30 to 40 student athletes. And I had this team years ago majority of the freshmen on this team were not on board at all with what we had going on in the weight room after talking with some of those freshmen and trying to figure out why they weren't on board i found out it wasn't so much that they weren't bought in they just did not understand the expectations that i had in the weight room and that we have at the university of kentucky i thought i communicated clearly but it obviously did not click in their heads and in their minds. So on, uh, on top of that, the group that was 100% bought in, the upperclassmen on the team, they were not the best vocal leaders. They were great at leading by example. They were great at taking care of themselves and making sure whatever was asked of them, they got that done. But that didn't necessarily trickle down to the underclassmen. So in this situation, I needed to make sure I put a majority of my energy towards those freshmen, making sure they understand what was expected and how I wanted it done. Because if I would have just focused in on the all-in group, those upperclassmen, maybe with their leading by example leadership style, the freshmen would have come around eventually. But it would not have been as timely as me directly turning my focus. To the freshmen who were in that not bought in at all group. I think this is a good example of me thinking one thing and it turning out to be something else. I thought this freshman group wasn't bought in but in all reality it was just miscommunication. So me focusing in on my communication skills, me being direct, diligent, and detailed helped get those freshmen out from that bottom group and on the right path. Here's another example. Specifically, this is a good example of why it's so important to understand the why. I had a smaller team, a uh, roster size about 10 to 15 student athletes, and I would say about 70% of them were all in. 20% were in that half and half, and 10% were on that not bought in at all uh, group. The not on board at all group really just did not like working out. So my thought was to put a lot of my energy into the half and half group so I could pull them up to the all in group. After talking with them, come to find out the majority of the half and half group was not bought in half the time because on Thursday we had an early morning lifting time. After talking with them, they told me on Wednesdays they had a full day of class practice was later in the afternoon on that day. And then after practice, they had to go do study hours and then meet with tutors. So they weren't getting in bed until late at night. And then I set the early morning workout time on Thursday. So they had to wake up early. Their sleep wasn't ideal. They were waking up and doing all the other things that I asked them to do, fuel their body correctly, um, go see the athletic trainer. If uh, something didn't feel right, maybe they needed a Uh, heat something before we lifted. They were doing all those things. And then on top of that, one other thing to note that after they got done working out with me, they didn't have class until uh, in the afternoon on Thursday. So they really just wished that they could have slept in more on Thursday morning, still got their lift in, just did it later in the morning. Because like I said, it's not that they didn't want to lift. They just wanted to focus in on their sleep more because they had a crazy day on Wednesday and they didn't want to wake up, have to work out at 6 a.m. for their first class, not really to come around until the afternoon that day. So after listening to that group's why and then allowing them to have more ownership of their workout schedule, that helped pull those half and half student athletes into the all in group. A few other scenarios I wanted to talk through and give you my insight on. If you focus in on the all-in group, you are hoping that those student athletes can pull some of the half and half people up to them, which is very much relying on the all-in student athletes leadership skills. If you focus on the half and half group, you are using your own leadership skills to pull them up, while also hoping that they will pull some of the not-bought-in-at-all group up with them. You might not get that group up to the all in right away, but at least you're hoping that they can get up to the half and half. If you focus on the not bought in at all group, then once again, you're relying on your leadership skills with the hope that you can pull them up while also eliminating the possibility of them dragging anybody down. And I've seen it happen. If you neglect a group, specifically those that are not on board. They can drag others down to their level. Everyone has the potential to be a leader. And we know part of being a leader means that you have influence. That influence is not always positive. Lastly, I wanted to touch on time. We only have so much time with our student athletes. I don't think it would be wise if you put all your eggs, and by eggs I mean energy, into one basket you need to intentionally think through a plan of when you will focus on each group because neglecting a group altogether can be disastrous. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. As always, let us know if you have any questions, comments, feedback by emailing us at ukstrength at uky.edu. Thanks and go cats.